Hello, good morning, Macy McNeely here. I'm actually headed to Guide Culture HQ, our office. We are located in Alpharetta, Georgia. It's a Monday morning. It's a beautiful day. It's gonna be a big week. I'm super excited about it. I had some thoughts for you guys this morning and just felt like a perfect time to chat about it would be on the way to the office. We are headed in a little bit early this morning. The team is earlier than usual at least because uh, we are working on all things Academy uh, today. And if you don't know what Guide Culture Academy is, it's a continuation program for our graduate. So once you graduate Guide Culture, which is our training, then you have the chance to join Academy, which is continuation to go deeper in sales and also uh, in business. You know, what's so funny about sales, I don't know if it's funny, but it's just a, a, a fact is that it's a lifelong art. It's something that, you know, I just don't know if you'll ever just, you'll, you'll be an expert at it, but I don't know if you'll ever get it perfectly every time. So to have a place to continue to develop and to grow and to get reps in and to get practice and feedback is just so game changing. In fact, one of the biggest impacts, uh, one of the things that has had the biggest impacts on my career was Toastmasters, which is a public speaking club. But I think what was so valuable about that is that it was a continuation program. It wasn't just a certain amount of time. It was a place to always come to, it was once a week, I could get a rep in or practice any kind of speech that I had coming up or any kind of talk or any kind of, um, even if I was doing some sort of, you know, video conference for somebody, I could practice in Toastmasters and get feedback. That was the biggest thing for me was getting feedback and making those tweaks along the way. And, you know, of course there were some weeks, even months I would go and I would have really nothing to practice and I would give other people feedback, but when I needed help, man, I needed it bad and I could add a place to go. And a, and a group of people who knew what I did, sort of at least, knew what I did and uh, was able to really help me. So I'm super thankful for that. And that's exactly what Academy is, but for sales. So for example, we just had a girl who uh, is in real estate and she is wanting to break off from her bosses, basically her brokers and uh, start her own brokerage. And we got to practice that conversation because she wanted to, of course, maintain the relationship. Uh, You know, she had been with them for so long and it's just, it's hard to have those, uh, you know, life conversations, but that's a sales conversation right there. Because really at the end of the day, you're just kind of handling objections in throughout the conversation and building the value of why her leaving is actually an amazing thing for them, for her bosses, their husband and wife. Um, And so we got to practice that and it went so well. She maintained the relationship. She's starting her own business. I think they're actually letting her use, uh, continue to use their office to do that, which is just so uh, amazing. So that's just a small example of life things we do in Academy. But that's not what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about the one thing the one thing you've got to stop saying on Instagram stories, but also just in life and in conversations. And it's just a a simple concept and a simple word, uh, a few words really, that could totally shift the vibe of your Instagram. It could shift the way people listen and the way people engage. It could change the way people take action from your Instagram and also in your life. And it's simply the word I, or me, or we, or us, or our, anything along those lines. When you are selling an idea, or a product, or a service, 
really using any sorts of language talking about yourself is only going to turn your listener off. When people are listening to something that uh, anyone is saying, I don't care if it's a, you know, a church service or if it's a announcement on an airplane or if it's, you know, in the grocery store and, you know, a, uh, I don't know, somebody comes up to them in the grocery store and asks them a question. Literally all people are thinking is, so what? Why does it matter for me? Why does it matter for me that you want me to do something for you? And the second you start talking about how you want to do it, you want them to do it and why it's why you think it's a good idea to buy something or why you think it's a good idea that they should do something. I mean, people's brains, they just shut off because we are, uh, I mean, it's just who we are as humans. We are in survival mode a little bit. And what we are looking for is reasons why it matters for us to either keep us safe so we can conserve energy or we can experience pleasure. That's the motivational triad for the brain. So I want to give you a couple examples of how just a simple flip of your verbiage saying the same exact thing uh, can truly be game changing for you and for your Instagram. So even if you say something, you know, like, gosh, I just love the sweater. It's so cozy for me. It makes me feel really confident. And, you know, I love the color. Um, It goes really well, you know, with my hair. Something like that. It's like, okay, cool. You know, we're uh, that's like an example for a blogger. People are watching that and like, okay, so what? Why does that matter for me? Why should I swipe up and add it to my cart and buy it? You could say the same exact thing without saying that at all. And it might call for a little bit of research, a little bit of product knowledge, especially if you're a blogger. I know that industry can be hard because you get so many products and it's hard to really know a lot about them before you share them. So really to take it up a notch and to be that professional in your industry, a quick Google search on maybe the fabric or maybe, you know, like kind of even knowing like the colors, the color palettes of, hey, this color goes really well with this certain skin tones or this eye color or this hair color. That would be a huge value add for your audience. So maybe it's something like, you know, uh, this um, sweater is made of 60% cotton. So you can really enjoy a cozy sweater during the winter. Or when you have, or if you have uh, green eyes and fair skin and a slightly red uh, strawberry hair, this is going to really complement that color palette for you. And what's going to be really cool about that is when you call out people specifically like that, when you call out a hair color, when you call out an eye color, those people that have that, I mean, they're so like... The, the, it's like a dog whistle. They like only hear that and they're so laser focused. And the people who don't have that hair color, they are impressed by the fact that you know that information and they'll be waiting for you to talk about their hair color. They want to look for, hey, when is she going to talk about the brown hair? Even, you know, when you're selling an idea, maybe it's on Instagram and also maybe it's, you know, to your spouse about, I don't know, let's say working out in the morning. Let's say um, you are an early bird and you work out and you're not selling a workout program at all, but you feel like you want to share a message to your audience about how powerful a workout is. And it is so true. When you work out in the morning, it affects your brain. It affects your decisions the rest of the day. It affects so many things. 
And that's something I'm super passionate about. So I can totally see why someone who even there, you know, if that's not their brand, it's to say they are a blogger or let's say they sell, I don't know, um, maybe they're a business coach and they're like, Hey, this is one of the most important parts of a morning routine for an entrepreneur. And you want to sell this idea of working out in the morning. Also, maybe you want to, you want to sell it to your husband. I remember when Kat, um, first started guide culture, one of the biggest things is she wanted her husband to work out earlier so that when their daughter woke up, you know, he was able to be there with her daughter when, when she woke up and it worked. He now is a, is a four 30 wake up er he's an early bird but instead of saying you know I really think you should work out early you know if in Kat's uh situation the one thing she doesn't want to say is like I really need you to wake up early so that you can help me with uh, our daughter at this time because I'm busy and I need help and I'm tired like that is not the move because her husband subconsciously is thinking okay but what about me right like why does that matter for me So something along the lines of, you know, when you wake up earlier and you get your workout in earlier, you will have so much more energy and that energy is only going to snowball throughout the rest of the day. When you work out earlier in the morning, you are going to have plenty of time to have some mental margin so that you can think creatively for your business in a new and different way. When you talk like that, I mean, people of course are going to think, oh my gosh, like, yes, I want more energy. Yes, I want more creative margin, especially depending on your audience. And that's what they're going to strive for more than, oh my gosh, I need to do this because someone told me to do it. So it helps them. And, you know, I would just encourage you, you know, this concept about I, me, my, sometimes, um, people will take guide culture and they'll learn sales, uh, skills and they associate it with their business only. And they might sometimes can have a hard time opening up their brain to see, wow, you know, this can actually be used in every part of my life. And that's exactly why guide culture has been so game changing. I mean, for me personally, and I'm sure most of you know, Lloyd Day, he's my dad and he's the creator of the material. He taught it to me. And the biggest thing, yes, of course, it's helped my business. I mean, it is the backbone of my business, but it's been a track to run on in all parts of my life. And that's why I'm just so thankful for it and so passionate about it. And one of the things that I think the biggest things that I've taken away from guide culture is really to just not talk about yourself when you're in a group of people. And I know that we're, you know, approaching the holidays. Maybe we're in the holidays by the time this uh, goes out and maybe you're with people that you haven't seen in a whole year, maybe even longer. And of course the temptation there is to say, Hey, this is what I've been up to. This is what I've been doing. You know, you want people to be proud of you. You want people to be impressed with you. You want to be memorable, you know, especially if you're going to like a girlfriend or boyfriend's Thanksgiving or Christmas. And, uh, it, might be really, really tempting just to kind of talk about yourself. But one of the best things you can do and the best thing to do to be memorable is to focus on other people. Don't like just play a game with yourself and just say, Hey, how many times can I just, or how long can I go without saying I, me, my, me too. Oh, that's what I did. And it's so hard because I think our natural tendency is, is to think, Hey, I'm trying to, to relate to this person by saying me too. In fact, let me tell you the story of what I've, I've done as well. So for example, let's say someone's like, oh my gosh, you know, I've had to work from home. I had to get this, this new desk so I could stand up while I work. And it's been such an adjustment. And then it's so tempting for you to say, oh, me too. I also have had to have an adjustment. I used to go in all the time and I used to love it. And now I'm blah, blah, blah. When really 
when really you could just say, oh my gosh, yeah, tell me a little bit more about the desk you got. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, the transition, you know, tell me more about, you know, the environment that you were used to and what is it like being online for you? Like just go deeper with them where they're at. Likely they'll ask you a question back, but sometimes they won't. And I'm telling you, they will walk away and say, man, that girl, like she is so incredible. She's so nice. She's so memorable. She's so sweet. And it's not because you talked about yourself and it's not, honestly, it's the fact that they don't know anything about you, but they had the chance to be the star. And that's really what, as salespeople, that's really our job is to really make other people the star of the show, to make them feel really special, to make them feel heard. And honestly, as a salesperson, you are in the advantage there because you get to hear what's going on and to see, Hey, could this potentially be a prospect? You cannot know if somebody is a prospect if you don't know about them. And so when you're gaining information and your info gathering, it's going to benefit you so much in the long run because one, you're building rapport, a very, very strong rapport. You're being very memorable and you're kind of building that relational capital so that you can ask more questions maybe later uh, to, to info gather even harder so that you can see if they, are a prospect. I don't know about you, but I'm all, my ears are always open for a potential guide culture student. I don't just sell online. I'm talking about it uh, with people all the time because I just really believe that it can really help people. And so that's a little challenge I have for you guys in the holiday season. When you are with friends and family, depending on what you're doing, just play a little game with yourself and just see how it goes. Just see what kind of relationships you build, see uh, what comes from those conversations and see how it makes you feel. Honestly, it's going to make you feel so much better about yourself when you talk about other people. It's like giving a gift. It's so much better giving the gift than it is receiving a gift. And and you get to give the gift of somebody else being the star of the show. I hope that this was helpful for you. And you know, something you can do right now when you get off of this podcast is to just shift the language in your Instagram stories and uh, really talk about everything in terms of them, why it matters to your audience, why should they care, why would it benefit them, and really take you out of the equation. You will be so much more professional, so much more likable, and people are going to turn up the volume when you are on your Instagram story so they can hear, so they can know what will benefit them. Thanks so much, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will talk next week.